Hey, good morning, people. How's it going? Hmm? I got a question for the fellas. Hey, fellas. Do you guys sit with your legs crossed? You know, like crisscross applesauce shit. Um, cause this, this is, this is something I've been thinking about, you know, because, because I spend so much time, an unhealthy, unnatural amount of time, I believe, just sitting down by my laptop. Uh, because not only do I do it while I'm working, I also do it while I'm not working, you know, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lazy piece of shit who's also addicted to, uh, watching, watching YouTube videos all day. And what I have what I have come to discover in my scientific endeavors uh, is that there is no more comfortable way to sit than crisscross applesauce, you know. Um, but I, you know, so- sometimes you hear guys say, "Hey, like, what, what are you crossing your legs? What are you a fairy?" Um, and and I I guess I I guess I don't get that, uh, like, because I I. I don't know. It doesn't. There, it there doesn't feel like there's anything gay about it, you know. But but I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe you can write in and tell me about it. Because, see, the the weird thing is, uh, I I sit with my legs crossed to why I said to an un, to an unhealthy level because I'm looking at my at my home fucking pajama sweatpants now. Which I am, which I am fucking rocking, by the way, and they have on the knees, they have like they they've worn out on the sides of the knees where the other leg goes over. That's how much I sit with my legs crossed, and I gotta tell you, it's probably bad for your back or something, and it might be the reason why, uh, why at the fucking old age of twenty seven. I've had fucking sciatica numerous times, um, but it's 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 a habit that's very difficult to get rid of. It's 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 Jesus. Why am why am I stuttering so much? Anyways, why the fuck am I talking about sitting fucking crisscross applesauce? Good morning, people. How are you doing? How's your fucking week going? What is it? Wednesday today. How is your Wednesday? Is it early for you as well when you're listening to this? I don't know what time this is going to be uploaded. I'm trying to break down the walls here, people. I'm trying to open up with you. Um, I'm picking up the dog on Saturday. Oh, fuck. I am so fucking excited about it. The dog's fine. Turns out he's not he's not deaf. I don't I, I don't remember if I already knew this in the last podcast episode. I never remember. Uh, like, as soon as the podcast ends, I, I don't remember what I talked about. Uh, like, when I when I, save, when I save the recording, I, like, write down in the name of the recording, like, a couple of things that I talked about. And then based on that, I make the, um, the what do you call it? Wait, shit. I can't hear myself anymore. What the fuck just happened? Oh, Jesus. Is it my fucking headphones? Right, sorry. Yeah, so like, after I record my podcasts, I don't, li- I don't really listen to them because I'm not a big fan of listening to myself speak. Uh, and honestly, to the, to the two point seven people who listen to this podcast, I don't know how you fucking tolerate it. Um, 
but you know to each their own i suppose there are people of varying tastes right there are people who legitimately enjoy um rupaul drag race for example i don't understand it i remember i had a girlfriend when i was when i was a tad younger um who who watched the rupaul's drag race religiously and she knew i didn't like it so you know she didn't she didn't usually try to get me to watch it but there was an episode on rupaul's drag race where they were doing stand up and she said, oh, my God, you got to watch this. Like, you like stand-up so much. Come on. It's going to be interesting for you and me. It's going to be like a bonding experience. And we can, like, watch it together. And I'm like, okay, sweetie, let's watch it together. And then we watched it together. And it, it was just fucking dog shit. There's something. Like, this isn't about trans people or gay people or lesbian people, or any kind of people. This is just about people who have a level of enthusiasm that just cannot be authentic. I do not believe for a fucking second that there are so many people that, that you can get together a whole TV show crew, right? You get the judges and you get the contestants. I do not believe that all of them can be this fucking jazzed about something, whatever. Pick a fucking thing. I do not believe that you can be this fucking excited and hey about anything. You know, you sometimes get really excited about something, and that's fucking great. But I do not fucking believe... Like, this is the same thing as, like, living your life on Instagram and looking at all these people who are fucking happy all the time, and they're so gay gay being you know like fucking happy gay right like you watch these shows and these people are so they're so happy and they're so expressive and animated and i call bullshit you cannot be this fucking happy you cannot <laughs> i just don't get it like where's the where's the where's the anguish where's the suffering you know like, ha, ha, see, when in, in your own, with Jesus, with the stuttering, again, I need to go to, like, a vocal coach and get this shit sorted. Um, in real life, right, sometimes you get really happy, right? But at least, at least for me, when, when I notice that I have been happy for a little too long, which is usually maybe an hour... <laughs> I start thinking something's not right. And and this this might be just specific to me because sometimes I think, oh, shit. Like, if, if I'm talking too fast and if I'm too excited about something, then I think, oh, okay, this is like a this is like the hypomanic thing. Uh, you know, I'm just I, I am I am like this because I'm low-key losing my mind. So I need to dial back, shut the fuck up, you know, just fucking breathe. Uh, which now that I'm saying it out loud... Maybe maybe I just have a maybe I just have some sort of a I don't know a fear of being happy because I know that happiness is followed by 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 something by something less nice. Uh, sorry that I took this to a dark place. I, I have an issue. I have an issue with like I, I don't think I'm able 
to talk about shit that isn't serious for too long. And uh, I think that's a bad thing. I think it's a terrible thing that all I'm excited about is serious things and bad things. And, and, you know, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to improve on this. Here, here's why this is horrifying. Here's why that is absolute bullshit. Here's why you shouldn't trust anyone. Ugh. Ugh. Why? Why? Why am I? Why am I like this? And I am like this whilst, while also at the same time fully believing that reality is just c a completely random game. It's a random open-ended game and none of us matter, matter. So why am I so obsessed, you know, with all this serious shit? Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Instead of talking about serious shit, I'm going to tell you about the dog, okay? Again, I don't remember if I talked about this already on the last podcast, but uh, I'm getting a dog. I know I talked about that, but uh, at, at first I wasn't sure if, if I was getting the dog because I had went to the pound a few times and uh, I had walked with the same dog a few times and, you know, the dog is just fucking amazing, man. Um, he's like this two-year-old two two-year-old boy dog and uh, and he's fucking awesome. And at first I thought he was deaf. I think I definitely talked about that. Turns out the kid's not deaf. He just hears what he wants to hear. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't listen to you unless unless he has like a particular interest in you, which I got to say, that's some boss shit. That's the kind of shit I want in my dog. Right. Like because you call him, he doesn't his ears even don't move, which is why I thought he was uh, which is why I thought he was deaf, you know. Like, usually a dog, you know, you make the fucking sounds like, or fucking, uh, and, or you call his name, you know, you get some sort of a reaction. Maybe he'll ignore you a little bit. This guy, this fucking guy, his ears don't even move. He, like, not only is he ignoring you by not looking at you, he's, he also is, I, I guess he's like, he has like full control over his ears and when and when they do and do not react, which I thought was kind of like a, you know, you hear something and your your ears pop up as a dog. I thought that was just a fucking natural reflex. Uh, I, I guess not, because this guy, he will ignore you until you do something that indicates that maybe you're going to give him a tasty treat, you know, because I had this bag of treats, which you're technically not supposed to do at the pound, but they know I want to adopt the dog and they said it's fine if I want to give him like treats to like see if see if he responds to that so I brought some treats and I had them in my pocket and and uh, at one point I was like calling him calling him as we're as we're walking and he's not fucking responding so I thought okay fuck it let me let me try to get some treats and I'm going into my pocket and I make the uh, make the noise accidentally with the bag and he just fucking turns around stops and looks at me <laughs> and I'm like oh you fucking asshole you're hearing me the whole time you're just fucking ignoring me and you know what i gotta respect that i gotta put some respect on my mans i mean like what i, I mean ah this 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 dog is amazing you gotta love that you gotta love a bit of fucking character in the animals right he's like a he's like a dog with the temperament of a cat right which you know the the, the the great thing about cats is is that like you know they're the the bad thing about cats 
which I think is what separates cat people and dog people, is that cats are rarely, like, super excited about you, right? It's it's more like, yeah, I know you're the guy who feeds me, so fucking get to it, feed me, and fuck off, because I want to lick my dick. And then dogs are kind of like, oh, shit, you're here, you're here, you're here. I was, I was sitting here licking my dick, but now you're here. Let's fucking hang out. Let's do shit, right? I know this is like an old fucking stand-up bit that's done 17 fucking times by now. But like that's the I th- I think that's the main difference. At least it is for me. But this dog is is it's like it's like the perfect mix of cat and dog. Cause on the one hand, he's like this like oh my god, I talk I'm talking about him like he's a fucking person. <laughs> <laughs> Some something's a little fucking wrong with me, but I guess if you've been listening to more than fifteen seconds of this podcast, I'm sure you're already surmising that fucking Sherlock. So he's he's he he's a dog in the sense that you know like he he will get excited like you when when you, when you kind of get down get down to his level you like squ- pop a squat and you call him over and, and he comes over and he licks your face and he jumps all over you and he's really happy and shit but then when you go around walking and stuff you try to get his attention he doesn't give a shit just like a cat right so I'm sure I'm sure I'll be able to um, train him to pay attention to me. Um, you know, because I'm an, uh, I'm a, I'm an expert fucking dog trainer now because I've spent, I've spent five hours on YouTube, uh, looking at dog training videos, you know, and obviously I'm looking at these videos of these professionals doing this stuff and, and, uh, and they teach a dog a new trick in like 20 minutes and I'm thinking, oh fuck, <laughs> I got this shit made. I, c- I can just, I can just do that. You know, of course, in reality, it's probably not going to shake out like that, but hey, a girl can hope. But yeah, man, I'm I'm so fucking excited. I can't wait. I'm going to pick him pick him up on Saturday morning. I already got a bed for this kid and like, oh my god, like I'm I'm one of those I'm I'm one of those fucking bimbos now. Like I got him a really expensive, really nice bed. Uh which is like locally made. It's from like a like this local company that does like really nice uh uh, really nice dog beds and the and the dog bed is like leather so you don't you don't got to wash it but it's some sort of a leather leather that's like you know like the animals sort of sort of comfortable on it at least that's what they say on their fucking website i don't know but one of my neighbors has a dog and they bought the bed and they said oh my god it's fucking amazing you know the dog fucking loves it so so i'm going to i'm i'm going to go pick that up and i already i already went to some pet stores and the fucking home depot thing and Got him some dog food, you know, like wet and dry, and I got him toys and everything. And I mean, oh my God, we're we're gonna have the best fucking time. Also, my financial planning shit is really paying off because I had the foresight to put aside money before I got the dog. Uh, and I mean, I still haven't got it, but like even even before uh, even before I knew this specific dog, I knew I was gonna get a dog, and I started I started putting some money away and. Uh, you know, apparently, even if you get a free dog from the pound, turns out the dog's not that free. You gotta, you gotta pay some money for it, and then you gotta pay for everything else. You know, uh, you gotta, you gotta buy him everything, and then you gotta also think, fuck, I'm gonna be buying shit every month. You know, so you gotta be adding that shit to your expenses. Um, I don't know why I'm saying this because this is some obvious shit, but just on the off chance that at any point in time anyone is thinking about getting a dog and you don't have your finances in order and you haven't 
at least try to understand roughly how much you're gonna need to how much you're gonna need to spend per month to sustain the dog then then uh, I, I really recommend you do that <gasps> sorry but yeah man like the the personal finance thing is really um, I don't want to say it's like really really changed my life but to an extent it has um, because two things have happened I am I am now sort of cheaper and more selective when shopping which it's a little annoying when 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 you go, when you're going shopping at least the way I've been doing it for many many a year many a moon I've uh, I've I've gone to the store without knowing specifically what I want and you know I just walk around and hey here's some shit I want hey here's some shit I need hey here's a here's some shit I neither want nor need but hey it looks nice so let's get it and that's a great way to just spend all your money on shit you don't need um, so I am kind of cheaper and more selective when I'm shopping, but on the daily, I am way less worried about money. Like I would, I would usually like before I started planning, I would, uh, I would avoid checking my bank bank account because I always had this, um, abstract number in my head that I thought was in my bank account instead of checking the actual one. You know what I mean? Like you have you have this number in your head based on you know uh, trying to remember the uh, roughly the amount of money you spent on things over the last you know week or two weeks three weeks and then based on that you figure out oh well in my bank account i should have this number and then you don't check the account because you don't want to be disappointed in, in 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 how much there actually is. You know, and sometimes you open your account and there's more money in there than you thought there was, and that's a nice surprise. But if, if there's less money than you thought thought there was, that's a that's a very not nice surprise. But now with the now now that I have like everything everything sort of set up for the month, um, all I gotta do is not be an absolute moron about spending. Like it's fucking liberating. Here's a here's a thing that I learned, and I think I would even go as far as to say that this is a fact of life, right? No matter how much money you make, unless you plan it out, you will spend everything on dumb shit. You know, unless unless you're like a better person than me, whatever. You know, and if you are, if you are, hit me up. Uh, I wanna. I want to hear your life story, man. Maybe I maybe I can get some tips from you. But yeah, you will you will spend everything. And the thing is it really I I truly believe uh maybe maybe when you're like really rich, this doesn't apply, but if you're if you're anywhere in like the lower class, lower middle, middle, upper middle, I I truly don't believe it it matters how much you make every month. If you have no money and you don't plan it, you will spend everything. And if you have a lot of money and you don't plan it, you will spend everything. And you will spend it on shit that you do not need. And this is what happened. Like, um, when I started planning my finances every month, I realized that I am, I am spending less free money uh, free money is the stuff that isn't put aside specifically for things that i already know i need you know there's monthly expenses you know like i go to a therapist and that shit's expensive so i gotta put money aside for that i put a specific amount aside 
for food. I put put a specific amount aside for other expenses that are already planned, like various bills and subscriptions for services and stuff like that. And then you got the free money after after you put a bunch of shit in, like after you put as much as humanly, as much as you can tolerate, after you put put that into savings and investments, then you got the free money that you can just kind of play around with for the month. And and that's your money for shit you want and don't need and also shit you need but you can't really schedule it or for for shit that's um you know just whatever right it that's your free money what i realize now that i'm planning is i'm spending less free money now than i was back when i was getting paid almost nothing and that's kind of mind-boggling to me that the whole time, like for years and years, while I was making fucking nothing, working like bar jobs and shit, I was spending that amount of money. I now realize I could have been spending way less, and that entire time, I could have been saving up money, you know? And yeah, I get it. Like, there's this whole argument that, like, saving up money is not really the thing you should be doing with your money. And I agree with that. It's just that I haven't figured out yet what I can actually what I can actually do with my money other than save it, you know, because like I really don't feel like putting my money into into index funds, you know, like I as a, as an investment vehicle, index funds would be great. But right now I just look at fucking S&P 500 and I think how the fuck, how in the ever loving fuck has the index kept growing through all this shit and it just keeps growing and growing and growing every fucking day every month every year and i just don't believe that there is that much value in all these companies i really i don't believe it i think i think the fucking thing is way too high and granted i don't really understand these things but i think everything is super overvalued right now and I'm just waiting for a crash. And, you know, when the crash comes, if, if, if the currency hasn't been devalued, then that's fucking shopping time, right? So, you know, this is, this is a gamble that I'm doing. You know, if you're putting your money in, in, in any, any way, if you're putting it in the stock market, either through an index fund or separately, you're gambling, right? So right now I'm doing the same thing. I'm gambling by not putting my money in and waiting for the crash, which, you know, Again, I've heard opinions that that's not a very smart way of doing it. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. Do not take this as financial advice for the love of God. Unless you want to be homeless, do not take it financial advice from a fucking 20-something-year-old moron. Okay? Good. I'm glad we got that out of the way. But that's the thing. Like, trying to... Trying to figure out, trying to figure out what you kind of want to want to do in the long term, you know, with your with your finances is 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 a little tricky, because the thing I realized, if you want to be responsible about your money, you really gotta you gotta understand who you are, you gotta understand the shit that is gonna be interesting to you, right? And when I'm looking around at all the things that at all the things that people use as as investments um, I find it very difficult to 
imagine myself putting my money in any of these things. Because as I said, putting it in the stock market, that's a fucking gamble, right? Uh, and yes, historically, if you put it in an index fund, eventually that pays off. But I feel like we're in such a weird fucking time now that like I have zero trust in the system. So I have zero trust in it surviving and even being around still in another 10 or 20 years. I mean, obviously, some sort of a system has to be around, but I don't know. Like, I, f I feel like putting a lot of money in right now, uh, there's a very good chance you're just going to lose the whole fucking thing. Again, this is not financial advice. For the love of God, do not take advice from me. But then I'm looking at other things, right? And one thing that definitely makes sense, regardless of who you are as a person, um, the thing you should aim to have is not is not money. Like if, if you're trying to generate more shit, right? You shouldn't aim to have money. You should aim to have assets, right? And what I've come to realize is that getting assets is is more difficult or less difficult depending on what kind of a person you are. And the thing that I keep that I keep kind of bumping up against is there are things that I sometimes feel like I want to do. But when I start doing them or start thinking about them, I, I, rem I remember again and again, I learned the same lesson that this shit just isn't for me. I don't like this. This doesn't excite me. And one of those things for me is, is, uh, is starting a business or building a business, right? Because like I, I enjoy working on software projects. I enjoy thinking about new ideas and new, new ways of doing things and and, and sometimes just creating uh, creating a tiny little project that accomplishes something in my own life that was a hassle to do uh, manually on my own. So I wanted to do it. Like I think I talked about this on the podcast when I when I was uh, when I was fucking around with the piano, I I needed some sort of a some sort of a system that calls out notes to me so that I can like uh, press the note when it gets called out and I can sort of train, train my, uh, train my memory to remember where the notes are. And I couldn't find online any program that you could just, where you could tell it, okay, here's, here are the things that I want you to call out. Here's the, uh, here's the speed at which I want you to call them out. And here's the order at which I want you to call them out, which I needed a random order. And I couldn't find anything like that. So, you know, I sat down and I made it, you know, it took me, I don't know, hour, two hours, something like that. So I made it and I ran it and I sat there and I learned and it helped me. Like, I like doing shit like that. Now, obviously, that is not that that is not a, a fucking business idea. The product is not like this. It, there's nothing there. But the point I'm trying to make is that I am quite excited about doing shit like that. I like. I like thinking about things that would be useful to others or to myself, practical things, and then seeing if I can build them, right? And that is exciting to me, and I, I, I find it hard to believe that that's ever not going to be exciting to me. Now, sometimes when I build these things, I also start thinking about, okay, like, is this thing good enough for anyone else to, you know, give me some shekels for it, right? And if it is good enough for anyone else to get me some shekels for it, then I got to start thinking, okay, I got to make this somehow sort of public facing. 
I, I, I got, I got to figure out, you know, like, where's the value? How am I delivering the value? How am I monetizing this? What, it, what is the sales process? What is the marketing thing? Like, and this, this thing that I am excited about, you know, like the project itself, the functionality itself, it, it starts growing around all this shit that I am not excited about. I do not give a shit about marketing. I do not give a shit about sales or accounting or having to go to an accountant and figure out what kind of a fucking LLC but I fucking need to organize in order for the tax man not to fuck me up the ass and throw me in the cage at the end of the year. All this shit is, it's not only boring to me, it's fucking torture. But every time, every time I have, I have one of my shitty little ideas, I eventually start thinking about like turning it into a business, right? The fucked up thing, well, how this ties into the personal finance and investing thing is what I said about that it's, it's better to have assets than cash. A business is a tremendous asset, right? I mean, obviously, if the, if the business is generating any sort of profit or revenue. So one of the best ways, I think, right, if, especially if you don't have like a huge amount of money, is to start your own business. Right, because that's that's a great asset, and it, especially if you can figure out a way to auto, uh, automate the business so that you don't have to you don't have to be overly involved. Then you know the money and effort you can you put into the business initially and continually continue to put in there to to a smaller or larger extent, that is going to be gener- generating profit for you, right? And that that's that's like it's a great fucking asset to have. The problem is I don't want to do that. The great thing would be if I could just if I, if I could just invest, you know, in smaller businesses that I actually like, I can go and sit down with the business owner and I can see how everything runs, you know, maybe I can help out the business a little, maybe they, maybe they got some business needs that I, I, I could actually fill, you know, with my sort of software side and whatnot. And then I could just kind of buy into the business, right? Like I, I could, I could put down like, here's a specific amount of money, I'm putting it down. What kind of equity you're going to give me? Let's do that. Let's figure it out, right? But then again, I do not want to take a lump sum of my money and put it in put it in some business, a single business without like like the only way I'm going to trust the business is if I really know the people at top at the top of the business. And, you know, I mean, how the fuck, how the fuck do you know? You, you never know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. And there's all these other things that are people are telling you, hey, you should be putting all your money in real estate. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Yes. But even if we put aside the whole thing of like, uh, you know, all, all, all that it takes for all your real estate investments to go down the shitter is for the country to change one law and all of a sudden hey there's there's a virus man there's there's a uh, we're preparing for a war man we're going to need all your fucking properties man and go fucking dig ditches for us <laughs> has a dumber thing ever been said on a podcast <laughs> 
Oh, I think I think that legitimately might be the stupidest thing anyone's ever said on the podcast. But, you know, in a very, very oversimplified way, that is how I feel about real estate. Like, it's it's great if you own some real estate during a time where you can own real estate. But, you know, for people in Eastern Europe, for example, you don't have to look that far in, in the past uh, to until you arrive at a time where, okay, here you are owning a bunch of shit. Now, here here comes the government. And now you don't own any of it anymore. And also, just if you happen to be too much of a smart fuck, we're going to send you to Siberia to die. To, 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 to lug around bags of sand and salt from one end of the field to the other end of the field just for the fuck of it until you fucking die. And the thing is, I, I understand that things like that, like w- worrying about things like that is not productive. But there's also the other extreme where I think most people are in a situation where they don't believe that that is ever going to happen again. And to those people, I just want to ask, why do you believe that? Why do you believe that that cannot happen? Because it happened before. And before it happened... It happened before and before and before. It's it's always been happening. You know, people people organize themselves and for a little bit you have some sort of a freedom and and then human greed just kinda kicks in, you know, like the the people at the top, the people with the most resources, they wanna control everything and they wanna have everything and they wanna have more after they've gotten everything. Um you know, and that's 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 kind of how huma- humanity works. And I, I suppose like m- maybe maybe you could take the stance that like, hey, man, we're <laughs> we're 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 going through a time now where we're trying to be more tolerant of each other and and people have more freedom than ever before. And yeah, sure. in in, in sort of Western cultures, that's that's certainly true. But even when you look at the people in Western cultures who are the super tolerant people, uh, they resemble more the Nazis, really, than they do uh, any sort of freedom bringers, right? Because the way the way that they the way that they fight for 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 tolerance of of whatever they call it, margin marginalized peoples, uh, is is uh, is by just flipping the table, right? They don't they don't preach, you know that. You know, like, hey, like we should we should all just try to get along, you know, like every kind of person should get along because we're all we're all the fucking same. We're all humans like none of this fucking none of this skin color fucking orientation. I want to stick my dick in this and I I I want the fucking scissor people like none of this shit really matters. Right. So why are we angry at each other? And instead, it's like, hey, like, here's this specific person this specific type of person, you know, either it's a, it's, it's a, it's women or gay people or people of color, like we're oppressed and it's these other people's fault. So let's start a war between these people, right? Like it's not okay to be white anymore. Like if you're a straight white man, you know, you're, 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 you're the, you're the scourge of the earth, you know, you're, you're the bad guy now. And uh, it's just, it's silly. It's silly, and I know it's like a it's a, like a fucking pendulum that swings back and forth, and and maybe at some point down the line there's a chance that it's gonna sort of normalize, uh, 
but I'm not holding out hope for it. I think I think the world that we live in is extremely fucking volatile, and I don't think any any next day is ever guaranteed. I don't think I don't think that the situation that we live in is guaranteed that it's going to continue, and so I don't really know where to put my money. <laughs> <laughs> See, again, I took it to a dark place. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't want to talk about this dark shit. I mean, I guess I do. I get If I didn't want to talk about it, I wouldn't be talking about it. But I guess I just don't want to be the fucking guy who's always fucking doom and gloom. And here's why the world is fucked up. Ugh. Ugh. Yes, the world is fucked up. It's always been fucked up. But it's also always been a fucking miracle that we're even fucking alive. And I just really wish that I could concentrate more on that. Just concentrate more on the fucking immeasurable amount of beauty all around us. All this, all this, all this amazing, amazing complex beauty that emer- emerged out of, I don't know if it emerged out of nothingness, but it emerged out of complete fucking chaos out of a huge fucking explosion and we are that explosion we are the continuation of the big bang people i I just wish i could concentrate more on shit like that but uh you know you just you just get consumed i suppose by by your day-to-day shit you know whatever's going on in your life that's the most important thing to you and it's really difficult to look outside yourself is what it is yeah what was I even talking about? Right, about the about the money and, and investing bullshit. Yeah. So, anyways, so I was I was thinking about you know like wanted wanted to start some sort of a business for the for the fifteenth time. I've had the idea. Okay, like here's a business model. I think it's gonna be really good. There's really low overhead. Like you could do it. And the thing that I realized is every time that I approach this shit. I approach it in a way where, okay, like I'm going to set this shit up and then I'm going to find a person to take it over. But the thing with finding a person to take it over is that's the biggest gamble ever. Because really, I don't know how people find other people that are going to take over their business, right? While you still retain most of the equity. Because out of all the people in my life, like I don't, I don't even know, like, like there are some people in my life that I trust, right? But I don't think I trust anyone enough to, I don't know how to put this, to trust them to an extent that, you know, like, here's the thing that I need to be taken care of. I know you're going to take care of it. And that's more to do with me than the other people I've come to realize. Because like trust is a super abstract thing, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, it comes it comes down to this basically is that the thing that I love doing is working on products and projects in a sort of software sense, right? So maybe maybe I just need a need like a business guy or gal who can t- who can who can sort of kill it on the on the business side, right? I don't know. Maybe maybe at some point I'll maybe at some point I'll f- I'll find something like that. I don't know. Jesus, this podcast fucking petered out, eh? I think there was some other shit I wanted to talk about, but I I, I think I ran out of energy. 
It's been 40 minutes, man. And I'm new to this fucking podcast game. Okay? So I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go wash my face. And I'm gonna go for a run-ski. Oh, by the way, yeah. Fucking Bobby... Bobby Quarter-Life Crisis. I've been running every day for quite a while now. And I have a question. Do any of you guys run? And if so, have you also noticed that when you go running... Uh, the, the other other runners, joggers, whatever, they wave at you. Why, like, is this like some sort of a secret club fucking handshake thing? Why, why are, wh- why do joggers fucking wave at each other? Wait, actually, let, let me, let me Google this shit. Um, why do joggers, I'm writing with one hand. <laughs> I got the Google auto suggestions. Why do joggers have zippers? Why do joggers' nipples bleed? Why do joggers look weird on me? Fucking don't have fucking people on you, I guess. Oh, I guess joggers is something something else. Joggers. Oh, is that like pants or something? Okay, why do joggers wave at each other? Why do runners wave? Jesus, yeah, 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 you care about my privacy, I'm sure you fucking do, you absolute fucking information gathering big data cunt. Uh, Most runners generally acknowledge other runners in some way, 89% of all runners answered yes or sometimes when asked if they wave or acknowledge other others while out for a run, 29% of runners said they acknowledge others by waving. Waving is considered friendly, uh, a friendly or polite thing to do. Okay, okay. A wave brings positive energy into the world. 79% of runners have positive feelings about waving. Actually, yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Uh, that's fair enough because when I, when I go out for a run and there's another person running next to me and they wave and I wave back, it feels like a, uh, it's like, it's like a nice little, uh, it's it's a nice little human interaction, which is like perfect for me because I I don't need to talk or pretend to be interested in you. It just you know like because now all my hum- all, all my all my interactions uh, because I've I've been trying to work on uh, trying to care less about what other people think about me and 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 all that. And one of the things one of the ways that I've been doing that is when I'm when I'm talking to people I don't know. Instead of participating in the conversation in a way where I'm consciously or subconsciously adjusting what I'm saying or how I'm standing or the way somehow adjusting my appearance uh, with the with the sort of subconscious thought of, uh, hey, it's probably better if this person likes you. So if you can do something to make this person like you, you should do it. I've been going completely away away from that in the other direction. And now the, the thing that I remind myself every time I have an interaction with a new person that I don't know is I kind of try to adopt the mindset of, okay, I'm here to see if I like you. And you know what? It has been, it has been fucking great doing that. It's taken off so much uh, tension from social interactions. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm not really much of an awkward person. I just, social, social interactions just drain me. Uh, but it, the, the social interactions have become much more easier because when, when you sort of approach them in a way where you want to see if you like the other person instead of trying to make the other person like you, um, 
you spend way less energy because all you're doing is observing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a fuck. It it's a it's a slow process trying to change something about yourself, especially it's some if it's something you've been doing for a very long time. One of those things for me was was w the anger issues because for the longest time since I was since I was a really young kid, uh, my default my de default answer to any inconvenience in my life was like this fucking rage. Um, and I started realizing, so, uh, I think in my early 20s, I think I started realizing that something's wrong with that. This should not be my default. Like rage should not be my default answer. So I slowly started changing changing it. And the first thing that uh, happened that I r later realized was actually a good thing was that I, I couldn't quite control my anger, but I started noticing like every time I got angry in a moment where I wasn't supposed to be angry, I noticed that that's what was going on. And it didn't help at the time because I still couldn't stop myself from being angry. And now I just knew that I'm being angry and I knew that it wasn't good. And I was just kind of trapped in that situation. After a while, though, I realized that that's, that's like a very important step. Just like recognizing in the moment when you're doing the wrong thing. And even though you can't stop yourself, right? And that's what happening. That's what's happening now. Uh, I'm catching myself in moments where I am uh, doing or saying things or thinking things uh, based purely on uh, how that's going to affect how other people see me or whether or not other people understand me or what they think about me, how they judge me. And that's something that I don't want to do. And currently, like, I'm still really unable to do anything about it. So it's frustrating as fuck. Uh, but I, I think I'm moving in the right direction. Because I really... I, it, this is just one of those things, like, I never noticed how many things I do or think or say uh, based not on, not on the fact that that is what I want to say or that's what I think will... Um, you know, it's not what I feel, but I say and do and think things a lot because of the way I think other people will perceive me. Um, and that's something I want to move away from. So I'll be working on that. And while I'm working on that, I'm going to be hanging out with my brand new dog and we're going to have a great ass fucking time. Uh, I, I think unless, unless something goes terribly wrong, I'm going to be going to be recording another episode on Sunday morning and by then the dog's going to be here and uh, you know uh, I'm I'm probably going to have some updates for you maybe 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 I'll already be scooping dog shit out of my fucking wooden floors which for some fucking reason between the uh, between the what do you call them uh, the boards between the boards there are like little there's like little space between the boards you know and when I was when I was dog sitting my buddy's dog she took a, a great old fucking steamy liquid dump, and that just went all between the boards. And I am, I am amazed at how I got that shit out. Like I doused it in like dishwashing liquid and stuff, and like you know, like I cleaned it for a while so it doesn't stink anymore. But I imagine that that shit would have seeped into the seeped into the essence and the soul of this fucking building, and it it would have would have kept stinking until the day I died. But apparently not. So let's hope that that's not the case with this dog. And this dog is a little older and hopefully 
hopefully he's he's gonna be shitting and doing doing his business outside but uh, hey you know we're gonna see how that goes right can't be living in the future gotta live in the now man okay guys i love you very long time and i will i'll talk to you in a couple of days okay have a great rest of your week